Welcome back to Shop Talk. Uh, guys, today I kind of want to go in a little different direction than the last two episodes. I know they were kind of maybe a little bit downers. And and uh, anytime you get into thinking about, you know, the Great Reset or the, a New World Order and how it's such a spiritual battle and, and we're seeing so many lies and all of these things, it, it can get you down. And so I want to talk about something. I want to kind of run something by you guys. And, and you can totally disagree with me on my interpretation of, of this and how it hit me. Um, but I, I just, it just hit me a little differently. We, uh, I talked to my pastor about it a little bit and I, I totally blew that one. Um, I, I didn't have a good way of explaining it and I, I've done a lot of thinking about it and I think I've got it down a little bit better. Uh, I haven't had a chance to talk to him since. Um, but it all sparked from uh, when Jesus was on the cross. It, it came in our sermon. And Jesus was on the cross. And we, we all know it real well. It was when he said, you know, Father, please forgive them for they know not what they do. And, you know, this is all in the context of he's being mocked. He's being spit at as he's hanging there dying. He's already been beaten and humiliated and all the different things that go along with the crucifixion. And, you know, he's been rejected by his own people. And I just, for some reason, I've heard that verse many, many times. And for some reason, it just hit me differently. I think, I, I believe it was something to do with uh, the, the sermon itself. And you might be able to hear I'm driving in the rain. So hopefully that don't come through too much. But anyways, it, it, it might have been something to do with the sermon itself that sparked it. But, uh... It just, I don't know, it hit me differently. And I want to I wanna start things off by explaining and that I, I am fully aware and I completely agree that God is more than capable of understanding us completely. I mean, it, we, we are taught that over and over, that he understands us and he knows us. Uh, and... and that he did not need to come down and go through what Jesus went through to understand us completely. So I just putting that out there right from the beginning. I'm not trying to say that he doesn't. He's the God of the universe. He spoke it into creation and he can do anything. So I'm not going to try to say that he prior to Jesus did not understand us because I don't think that's true. I think that would be inaccurate. But when we look back through the Bible and we look at the many different times that God spent down here on earth, uh, you know, with Adam and Eve, he walked through with them in the garden. Uh, you know, uh, Moses, he spoke to him through a burning bush, uh, as well as he actually, you know, wrote the, the Ten Commandments and Moses had to, to hide and, and so they didn't actually view God and um, to where he with with the Israelites and in the, in the Exodus, he was a pillar of fire, and all the different ways that he came down to earth. In all of those ways, he came down to his creation as the Creator, and viewed his creation through the Creator's eyes, and all of that changed when he came and he was Jesus. 
So when you think about Jesus, he came down and it was all part of God's plan, and I understand that, but he, God made the decision to send Jesus as a baby. He didn't come as, he could have come down and just been Jesus right at the time of his ministry and just skipped over the whole childhood part because, you know, as kids, we all know that's hard uh, growing up. And he could have just skipped all of that and came down uh, as an adult and started his ministry and been crucified, you know, followed the whole same path except for just just skip out on those early years because, you know, they were, they were going to be difficult. And he didn't do that. He didn't. He could have came as, and I understand that this goes against against his plan but he could have planned to just send him as a king he could have planned to send him as an elite or as a wealthy man or but he didn't he sent him as an oppressed to to join his oppressed people he sent him as a as a poor i mean they were just a, a carpenter's family he was born of a woman even though he was it was a virgin woman which obviously doesn't happen anymore I mean that's the one case where this happened but he he was born into this world fully man fully God and that what we don't ever really look at we 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 know why he did it he loved us so much that he he came down here and he made that sacrifice we understand that or at least we should understand that but when he when he did this, it's we don't ever hear about and talk really all that much about how when he viewed the earth, when he was down here the many times before, like I said, in different forms and different, he was always seeing his own creation through the eyes of the creator. Now that he came as Jesus and was born of a woman he and, and was, like I said, fully man, that fully man part now, he is at the same time still being the creator. He is now also the creation and can actually see the earth through his creation's eyes. And in doing so, he got to experience the oppression. He got to experience our daily struggles. Our, our, uh, he got to experience uh, you know, the hardships that we go through. He got to experience the joys that we experience as humans. Uh, he got to experience love. He got to, in a different, you know, from the human side of things. And he got to experience, in some cases, as you're, as you're reading through, and I, I've been reading through Matthew, he gets to experience kind of how dull us humans can really be. Uh, where, you know, he, I love the story, uh, he, he feeds the, the 5,000, and that's in in chapter 14 of Matthew and then in chapter 15 in Matthew he's he's been preaching and, and teaching and, and this crowd is he doesn't want to send them away hungry so he's afraid that you know they've been with him for a few days and he he wants to feed them and his disciples go well we don't have enough food for that how are we supposed to feed these people the same disciples that just witnessed him feed 5,000 are now questioning how are you going to feed 4,000? The same way I just fed the 5,000 guys. I mean, are you really? (laughs) You know, I mean, but 
ultimately what, I, what I'm getting to is when he came as Christ, he got to view his entire creation and, and throughout his ministry and, and the teachings and he got to see that through the eyes of his own creation, which is the first time that he'd gotten to do that. And again, like I said in the very beginning, he did not need to do that to understand us. He absolutely is more than capable. He created us. Of course he understands us. But one of the excuses that sometimes people say is God can never, you know, a God of the universe, he can't understand me. He can't. We already have been taught, and many don't believe it, but we've already been taught that he cares about us and he loves us very much. And, but we may, even, even with that, we may because we can't understand him assume he can't understand us because he's he's not us you know he's not here theoretically speaking as physically speaking i guess not theoretically physically speaking he's not here you know and the reality is he came so that we don't have that excuse he does understand us because he actually came down and experienced it as a human and never pulled out his his God card. He was tempted just like us. He experienced our temptations. He experienced, like I said, our struggles, all of our hard times that we may go through, especially with the class of people that he came to, came as. Uh, he was, he even dealt with taxes, you know, the temple tax, and that he came to a lowly level person so that there is no one that can say, that he doesn't understand you. He completely understands you in ways that you have never maybe even thought of because he came down and experienced it for himself. And again, like I said, he didn't have to do that to to understand us. He didn't have to do that to save us, but he did it anyways because he knows how we are. He knows that we'll look for excuses as to why maybe we don't put all of our faith in God or question him or... He knows that we're, we're going to look for those, and yet he, he already answered that. He came and experienced this through the eyes of his creation for the first time while still being able to see the things as the creator. He was both in one by coming as a man, and you know, it, it, when you start to think about that, how amazing is that, that we have a God that he died for us, and, and that in and of itself is just unbelievable. I mean, it's, it's you can't hardly fathom the amount of pain and suffering he went through just in those two hours or however many hours. It, I don't want to say just two because I, I don't know exactly how long it took, but it wasn't just the suffering. We always talk about the suffering on the cross because that was the, the greatest suffering that he experienced. And, I mean, it was designed to be extremely painful. It was designed to be drawn out, humiliating, all of those things. And so rightly so, we talk about that suffering the most. That's about the only suffering we talk about when it comes to Christ. But we all experience in our day-to-day lives different types of sufferings and struggles. And, and you know what? He experienced all those too. He was on this earth for around 33 years and he experienced all of it 
with us. Not just the suffering on the cross that we will never have to endure, but all of the day-to-day struggles as well. And so there's a... a, it's, It's really just hard to even wrap your mind around when you start talking about that we have a God that was willing to do that. To make sure that we knew that he understood us because he he went right alongside us and he does that today you know with the holy spirit and all that but he he walked this earth for 33 years or thereabouts and experienced all of the all the things that we do and i don't want to say that he has a greater understanding because of that because as i said he fully understands us but we can know without a doubt that he does understand us, that he does have that great and amazing understanding that you can only get by walking in our shoes as far as other humans can only get. We, we say that all the time as humans, that you, can, you, you need to put yourself in, in somebody else's shoes to understand how they... Well, he didn't have to, and he still did it. And, and it just... And I, I don't know that I still explain that well, and maybe I'm way off base on, on this, but it's just something that kind of came to me. I'd love to know what you guys think about it. Uh, but it's just we truly have an amazing God that we worship and that we are blessed to to belong to. And it's something we should always remember. And, and all the things he's done for us throughout your daily lives, and then, of course, most importantly, what he did on that cross and what he did coming out of that grave is something that we should focus more on and and less on all of the hardships that we that we go through every day. And uh, so, yeah, I I'd be curious to know what you think. That's just a take that I kind of it kind of came to me. When, when I was listening to the sermon and I did a, as bad a job as I may have just done there explaining that I can promise you I did a much worse job trying to explain it to to my pastor and his wife and so I look forward to being able to explain it to him a little bit better hopefully this time and uh, be curious to know what you guys think like I said so uh, be kind to one another and uh, I look forward to next time